Hey, what's up, brother? How you doing, sir? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So where where is Dan from Disturb located right now? <laughs> I'm about 35 minutes south of Chicago in the suburbs. Awesome. Well, I'm uh, about 10 minutes outside of Atlantic City. All right. Awesome, man. Well, I haven't talked to you since the record's come out, so congratulations on Divisive. Number one rock song with Hey You, Bad Man's Climbing Up the Charts, and congratulations on the new release. Cool. Thank you, man. I appreciate all the support, too. Our pleasure, man. And uh, I talked to... Who did I talk to when the record was coming out? Uh, I think I talked to, to Mike. I, I previewed the record before it came out. Old school disturbed feel for me. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, w- w- was that something you went into with that mindset or did it just happen? Well, I mean, it's got to happen naturally. We, we could talk about where we would like to see it go. And I think after coming off of pre-COVID when we did Evolution and it was half acoustic, half electric, you know, so we took tried a couple of different things dynamic wise. And then once COVID hit, you know, we, we just definitely felt a little bit more angst to us and wanted to kind of, we're, we're on lockdown like the rest of the world. And there was a lot of things to express ourselves with on this album. And a, a lot of it just thought it uh, lent itself to a little bit more of the, the core of the band, a more aggressive side, core elements that those signature things that are us, you know, that animalistic side to David, very rhythmic, but still melodic. You know, some of the guitar riffs and the syncopation between the the guitar and the rhythm section. Um, So we wanted to definitely bring those back to the forefront a little bit more. But like I said, it really just has to happen naturally when we get on the instruments and, and let it evolve into that. But we had the right mindset of trying to bring those elements back, but with a new modern production elements working with drew falk our producer for the first time on this was you know a big addition to it as well when i did the preview of the record i uh i immediately went back and i told the uh, management i said bad man i mean that's gotta be a single gotta be i had that old school feel had this attitude and then i was reading about what the song is about uh just a tremendous track thank you i mean we we feel strong about it too i mean obviously it's always hard to pick one if somebody asks like pick a favorite track off the album and and normally we I can never do that because they're also personal to us, but that one definitely one that stands out to us that I felt <laughs> like it just came so quickly in, in the studio. It wasn't even, had, it wasn't anything I had prepared going into the writing session. It just kind of came naturally. I went into the studio one morning and said, before I go any further, I just, I just want to improvise. I wanted to come up with something new. I just felt inspired that morning. And it was the first riff I played. It just kind of came out. It was one of those moments. And as I was developing the the riff a little bit more and working on the chorus progression, then David started wrapping his head around it and, and scatting a melody. And it was a, a no brainer at that point. We just felt it was a very strong idea. We announced yesterday, you got the tour coming, going to be hitting our uh, area in Camden. With Breaking Benjamin, who I believe, I know he saw his family here, but Ben lives like 10 minutes from our studios here down in South Jersey. So we have ties with him, but uh, looking forward to that show on August 21st. He did some touring last year, but what's the mindset? How do you get prepared to go out on the road and be gone for months and months and months or an entire year? Yeah, I mean, the the little bit of touring that we did last year, a handful of festivals and and one-offs. And then in in the fall of 2021, we only did like uh, maybe five shows, if that. So yeah, for this to be our, you know, our first full tour of going out um, since last one was pre-COVID. So, you know, it's exciting. We could finally feel like we're getting our lives back. And that was kind of part of the going with that as the, as the tour name, you know, to take back your life. And it's, you know, one of the songs off the new album. But yeah, we're just thrilled to finally be able to announce this. It was a long time coming. 
we're just fired up. You know, we can't wait to hit the stage. And all, all the shows last year, and that was just a bit of a tease for us. It's like we get back up there, and then all of a sudden, we're going back home. And so, <laughs> you know, for us to have a full-fledged tour, it's just, it's where we belong. It's where we want to be back on that stage. Well, I guess like most artists during lockdown and COVID, starting to go stir crazy because you probably haven't been home that long for decades. Yeah, it was it was <laughs> rough. I mean, you know, look, we all faced that challenge, obviously the whole world. So I can't say, oh, it was so, so hard for me personally, but it was a, t- a tough time. Everybody had to learn how to adjust to this whole pandemic that started out as a two-week flatten the curve that turned into a couple of year thing. And it was... You know, some people handled it well and some didn't. We we all had our challenges and it was a tough time. You know, for me personally, I I, I was going through a divorce and that was very tough. And but you know, you you just do your best to muscle through it and and look for the inspiration. It took a while before we were all in the mindset. You know, we all went through some personal stuff with the, within our families and that. And uh, you know, it took time for us to be ready and to get in the right mindset to to want to get back up there and find our therapy within the music. So the last time we talked was a long time ago. Sound of Silence was released as a single and I talked to you about it. It just seemed like a an odd choice for Disturbed, but you explain, you know, how it fits David's voice. It wasn't so odd. Um, this time around, you have uh, Ann Wilson on the record, which is another one where you're like, ah, Ann Wilson, a heart with Disturbed. I know that David and her uh, formed a friendship, but uh, what was it like recording that song and having her on it? A huge, huge honor to have her just immediately respond saying she wanted to be a part of it because clearly she's had such a long career and very successful. It's not like she has to do anything like like this. Um, And the fact that she chose to do it with us is just a a badge of honor. You know, she's one of the greatest female vocalists in, in rock in our opinions. And so to, and she has such an identity to her voice too, as well as David does. So to hear the both of them kind of work out these harmonies in, the, in these parts, it was a pretty, you know, magical moment to sit there in the studio. And, and, and you know, I felt like a little kid. I'm just sitting there in the control room <laughs> watching Anne, you know, kind of take a little bit of direction, but do her thing too. And I'm like, she was just so effortless and still has the vocal chops and so willing to just kind of come in there and take a little bit of, of guidance of where we wanted to go with it in the song. But obviously she's a professional. So we wanted to give her the freedom to do her thing with it too. And it just, mm-hmm. it turned out so great. It was just so awesome to have her be a part of it. And uh, it, it's nice to always kind of try to challenge ourselves and and throw an occasional curveball like we did with the Sound of Silence. And it was such a departure. So for the fans to hear something they they wouldn't expect us to do. I always like the, the challenge, you know, to take those songs and how do we make it to disturbed how do we put our stamp on it and you know we had this great opportunity with ann to have her be part of something that was uh, still melodic but just such an important message in the song for us that you know it worked it's great you talk about putting your stamp on things that's how i felt i remember the first time i heard land of confusion and i'm like whoa wow uh, disturbed doing genesis and it was just like but it worked and you put your own kind of spin on it. Going back to uh, Sound of Silence, obviously it was, it was nominated for a Grammy, but it has staying power. We're still playing it here on the radio station. It hasn't gone away. Did you expect that, that it would be now, I don't want to say your signature song, but it's now along with all those other songs that you hear all the time. It, it's 
it's crazy because it, uh, it always gets new life because somebody picks it up in some way. And I've seen, uh, I think, uh, a French uh, Olympic skaters picked it up and they were using it in their uh, routine for a couple skating. And then I see Dancing with the Stars. There was the deaf guy that was uh, in the finals and he used it in his final dance. And then there's, you know, the police tribute or firefighters and everybody finds a way to use it as a tribute to something and it, and it, it puts new life back into it. So I never saw that coming. I didn't know that it was going <laughs> to you know, catch catch on like that. But, you know, it's always cool to see people still inspired by our version of it. It's it's pretty mind-blowing. And I look at it and every, every now and then I'll go on YouTube and I see, I think it's probably up to 800 million views like the Ooh. video. So it's pretty in, insane. And uh, even when we performed it, the, our, our live version on Conan O'Brien, that's that was the one that was nominated for a Grammy. And not to toot our own horn here, but, you know, I think that was the most viewed musical performance in Conan's history. And it's kind wow. of funny because I think Conan even tweeted about it or something said, like, who would have thought that his legacy would be a heavy metal band playing Simon and Garfunkel <laughs> on his show? would be so you kind of had to laugh at that but uh yeah it's crazy you know it's it's definitely opened some doors to a you know to a fan base who could appreciate you know what we did with it i mean come on who didn't see disturbed and figure skating eventually having a marriage (laughs) together hey i I, you know i i can respect and appreciate you know the the talent that they do and if it inspired their routine you know that's great i'm glad it did you know and at the end of the day i think when we did the conan performance like that was paul simon's first you know, time that he knew that we even did it and he wow. saw it on TV. So he saw that performance and he reached out through management and, and sent us an email, just kind of giving us his, his blessing on it. And I'm like, you know what? That's all that matters to me. Yeah. I only worry about inspiring each other in the band. We, we push each other to try to give ourselves, you know, that, that musical outlet to express ourselves. And I never worried about critics or anything else, but the original writer, you know, I guess I am a little bit concerned about, it. I didn't want to get that email saying, what the F did you guys do? <laughs> song? Right. You, you destroyed it. So you don't want to get that one. <laughs> no, you do not. So, you do not. Yeah. You know, uh, so obviously, devices that that is what you're promoting. You're on the summer tour uh, because you haven't been on the road for a long time. Is this going to be a long cycle for Disturb for this record? Uh, I'm not sure how long. I mean, we're going to go out. We're going to do the some Canadian dates starting the end of uh, April into May, and then go to Europe in June for a bunch of festivals over there for a few weeks. Come over here and and, and start this whole uh, shed run with Breaking Benjamin and ginger starting in, in july and and going into early september so i'm not sure after, after that we'll have to see you know we're, we're still having talks with management and our booking agency where else in the world we can go you know we want we want to get out there and try to hit a lot of territories as much as we can so it's just about the logistics and seeing uh where that takes us uh, i'll close it uh, on this and i've had some artists they have some control some of them they just don't know but does disturb do you have a say or pick some of the bands that you get to play with and like you got breaking benjamin i know theory and dead man's going to be on some of the canadian dates are you involved in that process yeah i mean it definitely comes across the table we see who's you know whose agent submitted for those bands who are going out on tour you know we or sometimes we'll talk to the bands personally. We'll reach out, say, hey, what are your guys' plans next year? Are you, are you going out? Do you have a new album? Stuff like that. So we'll, it's a little bit of everything. But a lot of times it's the agents uh, presenting their bands saying, hey, we plan to hit the road. What are you guys up to next year? And 
we obviously we known the breaking Ben guys for a long time. We, we um, you know, we toured with them pre COVID and all that stuff too. And they're such a great band. And, and I think they have so many hits themselves too. So it's going to be a fun night. And, you know, we had a short list of, of opening acts who submitted uh, that we, we broke it down to a short list. And we thought that there was something exciting about, you know, Ginger, this band from the Ukraine, they come here, they sound aggressive and there's very musical. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've never seen them live yet. I've seen videos and stuff, but I'd, I'd like to see how they pull some of this off live because they sound like great musicians. You know, there's some yeah. really good, good moments. And then the, the vocalist, you know, she has her moments of some melodic moments, but then when she gets aggressive, it's pretty much in your face and, pretty hard so you know, there's some excitement about having them on there i know they're they're stirring stirring things up and making some noise out there so it's going to be great to have them on the tour with us well i appreciate you taking some time out divisive everybody check it out we're going to keep hammer and bad man on wmgm here in atlantic city and then august 21st the freedom mortgage pavilion in camden i believe there's some pre-sales happening now general on sales friday we're doing some tickets on air and uh, we look forward to having you in uh in town dan awesome thanks dan i appreciate it no problem continue success we'll see you soon all right, be well.